Yeah, we're gonna build a playlist. Go through and see what song fits. And you're gonna choose who wins it. It's the Playlist League from CPR's Open Air. Love that song. That's the best song you're gonna hear through this whole podcast. Thanks to Colorado band Dressy Bessie for recording our theme song. And welcome to the Playlist League from member-supported Colorado Public Radio and Open Air. It's the podcast that drafts playlists song by song according to a theme and lets you pick which playlist reigns supreme. You'll be able to vote for your favorite playlist at CPR.org. And the winner gets to pick the theme of the next episode. So our playlist uh, last, last episode was a draft for festival headliners and their closing songs. And the winner of the last episode, as voted by our listeners, was Jeremy Peterson. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I'm just uh, taking a lap here around the interior of the Coliseum. There are laurels, but I'm not <laughs> resting on them. <laughs> But here they are. No, I, I am. I'm humbled. I'm humbled. You sound it's, so it's good humbled. to be here. I, I'm thrilled to have you. I'm I'm Jesse Witten. I'm here with Jeremy Peterson, and we've got two other folks to help us take on Jeremy's theme this this time around. I've got Scott Carney. Hello. And I've got Alicia Sweeney. Hey. Also hosts here from Colorado Public Radio's Open Air. You can find us at 102.3 in Denver, by the way, if you happen to be in Colorado. But Jeremy, lay it on us. What's our theme this week? Well, I have chosen a theme that's very near and dear to my heart. And uh, I, I don't know why. I've just always had a soft spot for these songs. And clearly, musicians feel the same way. And this, these are songs with girls' names in the title. So, okay. so, you know, it might be a single name, and that's the title of the song. Or it might be part of a phrase or a sentence or... You know, and some, you know, obviously, I, I think, well, for me anyway, the way that this began was, you know, you have a you crush on a girl, so you write a song <laughs> about her. Isn't that how music got started? That's how music got. You're that's right. How music you're right. Began. But that's probably the most obvious reason, right? But there's all kinds of reasons to name songs after girls, as I discovered. Well, and as we're all <laughs> going to discover, uh, I'm excited. I think we're all going to have different approaches here. How did how did you approach this, Alicia? This is your first time on the Playlist League. Yeah, thanks for having me. The way I approached it was I made a list of songs, and I looked at all the obvious ones that I thought maybe people expected me to pick, and I threw those all away, and it is the most authentic, like, Alicia five songs that you are going to hear, unless you guys choose that. them. <laughs> Scott, how did you do? Go uh, I was just—I was coming through some of my favorite albums, and I was surprised. You know, a lot of female names would just pop up, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I jotted that down, and I think I got a pretty good crop. So, well, I just thought of uh, what's going to upset Jeremy the most. That's how I <laughs> generally—that's how I think I'm going to do it all. I that think worked that's out my, so well for you last my time. My game plan. You know, yeah. I won in my own heart. I was the cult favorite. <laughs> that's what you don't know. You were the cult. <laughs> Someone's got to be in my call, Jeremy. All right, let's go ahead and pick our draft order. For uh, for this draft, it's a, it's a little something special. We do a snake draft, which just means we do a, a good old one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one snake style draft. So let's start our guest, Scott Kearney. Four. Go last. <laughs> Going oh, last, but that's strategic. All right, I'm picking my number. And Jeremy, of course, as winner, you're picking last. And get, I'm a guest as well, so I'll be number three today. <laughs> Warm again. welcome. Are right. you number one, Jeremy? <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm trying to think of what sports team I'm like. I just keep getting the number one pick. Uh, I'm like the 87 Celtics. Of course, I was, we don't need to go into that yeah, story. But. Jeremy <laughs> is just like the 87 Celtics. You guys remember that year. Great year for the Celtics. Getting into the draft, picking girls' name songs. Jeremy, you're going number one in your very own theme pick. So this is a dream scenario yeah. for you. Well, as we know, this is, uh, you know, 
it, it, there's a little bit of strategy involved because uh, we're trying to win this thing. At least I am. Just you. The rest of us are just <laughs> here to show our. Well, I love these songs. I love all these songs. Somehow, though, this song became the Africa of '70s country ballads sung by blonde women. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> But it's universally loved, and uh, I got to go with Jolene by Dolly Parton Ooh. for my number one pick. That is that's, the uh, that's only song I cared about having. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually, no, I really didn't know that. I didn't. But it's a strange song, though. Have you, have you, oh. if you pour into the lyrics of the song, it's kind of pathetic. Oh, dearly so. This woman is begging Jolene not to take her man, as opposed to you know. Slapping her man or something else. It's it's Jolene. You're so beautiful. You're so perfect and wonderful. Don't take this is the only thing I got. Is this? I mean, it's kind of sad. Dolly Parton. Oh, you're killing me here. This is, I mean, this is so, this is Dolly Parton at the core, who's one of my all-time favorite people. Uh, when people ask that question, who would you go to lunch with, living or dead, anyone, I always say Dolly Parton, because she is business savvy, she is creative genius, and she is grace. And that's what's really cool, is for her to write a song that is so deeply insecure, and yeah. just really showcases the, a nightmare relationship. She was married to Carl Dean, and it's based off an actual you know situation. You yeah. Yeah, I deserved this pick. <laughs> I can't believe you. This right is now. not out of character for me, though, because I, I think I can trace my love of uh, women's name songs to the beginning. It was two country songs that did it. It was Amanda by Don Williams, which I had the sheet Why music for. Why did you pick for. that? I don't even know that song. Pick and that it, one. And it was Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys, which I, I sang know. for many people when I was five years old. So, <laughs> so you're gonna do a repick. <laughs> um, so it looks like we've got yes. Elvira. <laughs> For Jeremy, first pick. Giddy up, boomba, I think you have number two pick, right, Jesse oh, Whitten? Number two. Of course, now you got to regroup. You got to. This doesn't even mean anything to me anymore. That's the only one. <laughs> this one. Um, I'm hoping this this will screw someone up, but it's also just. I think I'll follow my heart on this one, uh, though I do know it's going to be. This is a first round pick, no matter who you are. Uh, Gloria, Patty Smith. Oh, that was. That's going to be mine. <laughs> that was a Scott yeah. pick. I knew I was going to be messing that's someone a, yeah. up. That's a great, uh, that's a great specifically, mm-hmm. Patty Smith. Right. Don't really care about what Van Morrison is to say. <laughs> this song, uh, it's such a deeper uh, a version. It's it's so scary. Talking about the clock tower throughout, it's just it's it's uh, it's mind blowing, and it really sets the scene for who uh, Patty Smith Group was going to be as as a project. And I like it because it starts off so mellow, and by the end of it, it's just pumping your fist in the like, Gloria. Oh, it unravels, and yeah. she unravels as a vocalist. It's like very calm, like Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Just like a chill, cool guy statement, and then she just lets it rip and goes kind of frantic, and it makes you feel like, yeah, things are unraveling. I can unravel with it. So it's the answer to why won't you guys shut up about Patty Smith already? Jeez. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> exactly. This is why. Exactly. 
Alicia Sweeney, this is your first pick of the Playlist League. Thank you. Okay, so for me, this is what I would say is a mic drop kind of song. And what to say about one of the greatest songs written about a muse, whatever or whoever she is. A song that's a surreal look at the life of a rock star. Song about rock and roll, Velvet Underground's "Sweet Jane." You. Oh, you picked the wrong version, I but good song. Got that one. Maybe. You like the Cowboy Junkies version? I, yeah, like? the Cowboy Junkies came along and, oh, and owned boy. it. I'm sorry. Oh boy. Sorry. I don't know. I'm down with the Velvet yeah. Underground virgi- yeah, version. Yeah, I know. I know. What's interesting about this song is that Lou Reed was genuinely trying to write a hit for Velvet Underground circa 1970. It's on their final record, Loaded. And I just love the guitar riff on this song. I think the rhythm's perfect. And uh, what's that saying from Brian Eno? Something like, the Velvet Underground didn't sell many records, but everyone who bought one went out and started a band. All, all the poets, they studied rules of verse and those ladies, they rolled their eyes. CJ, oh, CJ, oh, CJ. And, and Scott Carney, I thought that maybe you would choose Sweet Jane. Also, shout I, out to yeah. Velvet Underground song Stephanie Says. Caroline Says. I like those two. You those are still on the board. Ah, I'm a newbie. <laughs> You're new. It's okay. Don Williams songs is one thing, but you can't be thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about Don all you want. He's safe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Velvet Underground, they, they nail the, the girls' name songs. They really make this the trope that it is. All right. So I get I get two picks. Um this one's tough. Uh, this is another cover. Um, wow. The original's great. Don't get me wrong, but the way this one is transformed, uh, Nina Simone, Suzanne, Leonard Cohen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also on my list. What is it about this song in particular? Uh, just the groove of it is really nice. The original's kind of sparse and haunting, but uh, the way she just adds this kind of flair to it, it's like perfect for putting on when you're doing chores on a Sunday, just kind of, you know, it's it's great good chore song. Yeah. <laughs> Nina Simone helps you get the work done. Now Suzanne takes your hand and she leads you to the river. She's wearing rags and feathers from Salvation Army counters. Yeah, it's okay. I had to grab that one as my number one, but uh, number two... Uh, this was this one uh, means a lot to me because it was my first introduction to this group. Uh, I think we all know, uh, but I was a kid at the time. I was around 12 or 13 when I heard the title track off this album, and uh, it just blew my mind. At the time, I was really into classic rock. This was my exposure to more mainstream stuff. Uh, she's a black belt in karate, working for the city. Oh. Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots, part one. From Yoshimi Battles, Pink Robots by the Flaming Lips. Oh, wow. Excellent pick, Scott. I was a college radio DJ when this one came out, and this was huge for us. And I remember interviewing the Flaming Lips around that time and hearing the story about uh, meeting Yoshimi and how uh, Wayne Coyne was so taken by her. Yeah, and uh, it just sounds so futuristic. Her name is Yoshimi. She's a black belt in karate Working for the city She has to discipline her body you know, To this day, you know, it's you know one of the, 
the finest albums they've produced, then uh, it's, uh, it's a classic. Oh, yeah. When you go see Flaming Lips live, if they didn't play anything from this record, you'd leave and be like, what did I just, what did I just see? Yeah. Top tier You saw a guy in a suit win a ball. <laughs> That's all you saw. Which is worth which is worth the money in itself. Yeah, I sure. Guess, no, that's good. Awesome. All right, so now we're we're running back down. That means Alicia, you've already got another pick. Mm. My second choice pick is a collection of different moments between lovers. The songwriter says it's about being able to laugh at yourself in relationships, and while there's anger in the song, it's pretty funny too. From 1992, P.J. Harvey's Sheila and a Gig. Sheila, and a, do you guys know what a Sheila and a Gig is? An exhibitionist? Yeah. Back in the 12th century, carvings of naked women holding their vaginas open. Well, now. That is a Sheila and a gig. And uh, that's where the sassy you exhibitionist part actually comes from. Sheila and a gigs were found in old churches across the UK. And PJ Harvey used that as a symbol because at the time she was in her early 20s and she chose to pose naked. And she barely showed off her breast at all, but people were writing all this mean stuff about her. So uh, that's uh, what inspired the writing of this song. And I think it's funny. There's all this playful female energy, like, going to wash that man right out of my hair, which is a a lyric taken from the South Pacific musical. There's a nod to Dirty Pillows, which is taken from the film Carrie. I just love the playful nature of this song. Was, was anybody else going to choose that? No. I wouldn't have even thought of it, because girl's name, is that a girl's name? So she uses it as a female's name based on what these little Sheila and a gig characters were, but she oh. made up a character around it. Oh, okay. Like I told you, these are authentic Alicia <laughs> favorites. The authenticity shows through. And I am uh, I'm up next. Uh, I'm going to pick this one, and hopefully we're about to hear a squeal right after I reveal I it. I know what you're picking. And Judy is a punk, the Ramones. Oh, I had that, <laughs> that on was, my list. That was on my list, too. <laughs> ah, thank Jeremy you. Jeremy wouldn't have chosen thank that you. one. It was on my list. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling. Number 50. <laughs> well, 50 is <laughs> important. That's up there. There are so many songs. Uh, all right. This, <laughs> this if, one's... if we take nothing else from this, uh, that is the truth. There are so, so many, many songs. songs. Uh, this is an awesome one. The Ramones... Obviously, you're just a really good time. This is a song that I first heard when I was in, in high school, when I was trying to figure out who I was. And I thought this might be a really good song to just copy the identity of uh, for, for a while. I think the Ramones do that for a lot of people. I think when you hear that band, they're an identity builder or an identity swapper for a lot of people. Did anyone else have that? I did not. Well, I just ro- loved that they wrote about these different characters and these these different things, and so it would teach me just about uh, all this cheekiness, like uh, the KKK took my baby away, <laughs> yeah. or you know, rock and roll high school, beat on the brat. Oh yeah, that stuff. It just made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm punk. Maybe I'm real cool. If I listen to this loud enough, maybe it'll get under my skin. And I like it because it's punk, but there's also a real like bubblegum quality to it, like yeah. classic. Oh, pop, the Ramones like, ride through that and line. through. Yeah. And uh, Judy is a punk. It just—it's so efficient. I think it's like a minute forty-five. It's, it's like, a minute like thirty-two. Yeah, it's like in and out. Just it says everything it needs to say. It's not you know. There's no fat. Just boom. It's all there. Jack is 
right, we're all the way back up to number one, of course, our oh. number one selector. Number one, as always, the people's champ, Jeremy Peterson. <laughs> What's your second pick? I, I, have, I have the belt currently, it's true. Uh, these are all very nice picks. They're cool picks. They're, they're largely underground picks, I think. But, you know, sometimes things that are great bubble up to the top, and they, they reach the, the, the pinnacle of uh, popular culture, even though they're great. <laughs> See how that works? Mm. When the beat drops for this one, and all the associations that I have with this and that I had with it when I was a kid, and this was the first cassette that I owned, Billie Jean by Michael oh. Jackson is just a, it's a, a showstopper. I mean, and you think of that uh, performance that he did of this uh, back at the time during the, I think it was the BET Awards, mm -hmm. where he broke up with Moonwalk and everybody lost their minds. Billie Jean from Thriller, Michael Jackson. And just now that you said that, that groove is stuck in my head. The dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's and it's a diss track. That's the other part, right? There's love songs. There's a lot of love songs. There's a lot of pining for love songs when it comes to uh, songs named for girls. But this is a diss track. Jeremy, you've got back-to-back uh, -back pick here. What's your third pick? Well, you only get five songs, by the way. That's right. Oh, right. Got to make yeah. it count. I'm still uh, my my neck is still moving from that last one. You know? It's a head bobber. But it's no surprise that uh, that you would choose that song. Like you said, you're playing to win. You're choosing the obvious things over <laughs> yeah, here, Jeremy. Yeah, obvious. So uh, what are you what are you doing with your next pick, yeah, Mister? Alicia and I are being authentic. What are you doing? Oh, trust me, that is authentic. I believe it. Man. You did wear your Thriller shirt for that Halloween. Goes, that goes way back. Uh, so speaking of authentic, um, so we just heard uh, Judy is a Punk, right? Um, mm -hmm. Excellent pick. That's a song that the, this next guy has taken to covering late in his career. But early in his career, he wrote this Carpe Diem tune. He and Johnny Marr. I'm talking about Morrissey. He's talking about the Smiths. Talking about Sheila Take a Bow. I thought about picking this one. <laughs> and then I went authentic. This is the ultimate live for today, or, or one of the ultimate live for today songs for me. Throw your homework onto the fire. I'm a girl and you're a boy. Jeremy's just copying me because I had a song about a Sheila. Yes. That's all it is. You know, Jeremy doesn't even listen to the Smiths. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't even like Morris. He didn't front a Smiths covers band or I anything? I don't remember the last time I listened didn't to a Smiths record front to back. Is it true? <laughs> it is true. Oh, wow. I just listened You're to taking a bow for that? I listen to songs. Wow. So coming out as a songs man. That's I'm not a songs old. man. I'm an album. I'm an That's album. what I thought. Yeah. You keep saying how old you are. That's an old habit. <laughs> <laughs> to be proud of. Right. To be proud of. Yes. But today we're talking singles, so uh, we're moving back down the list. Singles going steady. It's me. Is I, it? Yeah. You're next? Already. All right. Uh, all right, I'm going to pick a song that I'm pretty sure no one else cares about, but I love it so much, and it was one of my favorite songs when I was a kid. Before I loved music, I loved this song. Totally valid. Deborah. T-Rex. Oh, that's a great oh, song. So good. I love that song. Good children's song. Honestly, if I was making a playlist for children, this might 
kick it off. It's just Deborah and Life breathed into it by uh, Baby Driver this past year too. Was it, was it on the soundtrack? Yeah, yeah great. Good pick on their part. Good pick <laughs> on my part. I agree. Deborah, T Rex, Mark Bowen taught me what glamour was. Taught me to care about music just a little bit more. All right, moving uh, moving back downwards. We're at Alicia Sweeney for your what is it? Your third your third, third pick. pick. I had some I have some glam on my list, but I'm gonna oh, hold good. off a little bit. Oh. Okay. We're going to go to 2001, a love song like so many songs about girls. And there's it's a local-ish love song. That's funny. A song about a slacker musician who lives in Denver, his girlfriend Jenny moving up to Boulder to go to college. Stephen Malcolmus, Jenny and the S-Dog. So this this song is from Pavement Frontman Stephen Malcolmus's uh, debut from 2001. And I was a DJ at the uh, Boulder College radio station at the time. I dated an older Denver guy, just like De- Jenny did. But uh, he wasn't much of an S-Dog, and I wasn't a hippie chick. Jennifer dates a man in a 60s cover band. He's the S-Dog, Sean, if you wish. She's 18. 31, she's a rich girl, he's the son of a Coca-Cola man. There's so many great lines in this song, and I think that if you, especially, I mean, probably California and Oregon too and other places, but especially if you're a Colorado native, you know these people. So that's my number three pick. We're working through these. Uh, back down to Scott Carney, your last pick being Flaming Lips. What are you going to do? Uh, so I get two, right? Yeah, back to back. Back to back. All right. Um, yeah, I gotta go with this one. So this group has done a few songs with female names in the title, uh, but this one I like it because it's kind of a bummer. Uh, the close to one of the greatest albums of all time, Beach Boys, Caroline. No, because it's uh, just the instrumentation, the arrangements. Um, if you hear the instrumental, it's just it's gorgeous. It stands on its own, but the lyrics. Uh, you know, very bittersweet. You know, where did your long hair go? It's not Caroline. Yes, it's Caroline. No, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick "Help Me, Rhonda, Scott." Eh, just, nah, just kidding. <laughs> it's a, it's a nice. You know, the whole album, it, you know, deals with these big themes of change and moving on, and you know, there are no easy answers sometimes. Things that made me love you so much could we ever bring them? away from the sickly sweet of some yeah, Beach Boys? Yeah, it's definitely the, the most mature, I'd, I'd say they were at that point. Back-to-back picks, Scott Back Carney. Back-to-back. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with this one. Uh, Prince, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker. Oh. oh. How do you feel about that, Jeremy? <sighs> I love this song so much. I got a couple yeah. fun facts about this one. Okay, okay. so the uh-huh. first one is um, after it was done, uh, someone came up to Prince like, oh, Dorothy Parker, like, the American author, the <laughs> right. uh, right. humorist, the poet. Uh-huh. Prince is like, what are you talking about? He had no idea <laughs> about the real Dorothy Parker. <laughs> and uh, I really like the beat to it. It sounds very yeah. ahead of its time. It's kind of yeah. like this woozy, kind of warbly groove. 
And apparently when they were recording it, they were using a new board and they didn't know how to work it properly. So it was at half power while he was recording. And at the end, it's just kind of like, oh, like we weren't expecting that, but let's go with it. Wow. <laughs> so it has this kind of, yeah, I've heard it described as a narcotic group because it's kind of like slow and almost like out of tune. Mm-hmm. Just a cool song. Um, one of the best off Sign of the Times. I took another bubble bath with my pants on. All the fighting stopped. Next time I do it sooner. Great pick, Scott. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Alicia, you're uh, you're getting close to the end here. This is your fourth pick. Ooh. Okay. My next pick features a choir of ex-girlfriends. The song is a nod to Paul Simon's "50 Ways to Leave Your Lover." A little bit of Bex Deborah included in on it. It's Carol Brown from Flight of the Concords. Uh. <laughs> Singer, actor, comedian Jermaine Clement remembers exes and they respond in this song, and I think it is hilarious. It was so unexpected. That is like the ultimate girls. It's literally just a list of ex girlfriends, which is what so many of these songs are. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, in the end, Carol Brown just took the bus out of town. Carol Brown just took a bus out of town. But I'm hoping that you'll stick around I like the the lyrics are funny. Uh, He doesn't cook or clean. He's not good boyfriend (laughs) material. (laughs) Sung by like this choir. That's a good pick. You know, it's not many of these girls' name songs. Women often, you know, are the muse of music, but how often do they actually get to respond? Yeah. That's rare. Woo. That's your number four pick. We're on fourth songs in this five-song playlist draft. So I'm I'm back round, and so far I've only picked uh, kind of classic songs. So now I'm going to go something a little bit newer. And how this is going to sound next to everything else, I'm not quite sure. But maybe it's a little obvious for me. But I'm going to do Kim and Jesse from M83. Oh, good one. I was hoping you would pick a Jesse song. <laughs> I, I figured I had to. Yeah. You know, if I'm not going to get Jolene, and if I'm not going to get Sweet Jane. Damn it, I'm going to get Jesse. Kim and Jesse. And I remember when this song came out, it was a big departure from the M83 that we had known. And this had just the, kind of this big 80s synth sound. It was more upbeat. It's, mm-hmm. it's poppy and sweet, but also psyche and kind of hazy feeling. M83. Yeah. Kim and Jesse. One thing that I do think of with M83 is uh, that uh, the artist 
makes up like the the most imaginary soundtracks for a John Hughes film that never existed. Oh yeah, this is like a perfect like high school coming of age, but like in a like a very cerebral kind of way song. Mm-hmm. That would be good. And the cover for Saturday's Equal Youth, I think, plays on that. It looks you know these teens kind of in different poses. It's like the Breakfast Club. All right, Jeremy, you look distressed. I know it's a podcast, but I'll paint a picture with words. Jeremy is freaking out right now, looking from <laughs> list to list. He's got a laptop and he's got a notebook. Oh it's a diary, God. it looks like. It's uh, Yeah, well, this is hard. It's hard. I know. I just did it. I'm a and big I feel, girl. I fe- <laughs> it's impressive. Uh, I, feel, uh, I feel really personal toward a lot of these songs. Uh, see, and I don't want to double up anybody else's uh, artist picks. You totally can. <laughs> Jeremy, we believe you're you're here to win. You're the people's champion. Listen to this. Make an authentic Alicia playlist. Make an authentic Alicia playlist. Um, You know, I'm going to go with uh, I don't want the whole world. I just want your half. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go with Anna Ng. They might be giants. Oh. (laughs) I, I don't have any fun stories about this song other than uh, this was one of the very first They Might Be Giant songs I ever heard, and it stuck with me over the years, and uh, and I love it so. Anna Ang. And the truth is we don't know anything. And Anna and I are getting older. We still haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic presence. Anna, hear my words. They're the ones you would think I would say if there was a me for you. Now I gotta pick a, another one immediately. Yeah, the closer. My closing pick. Fifth and final. Fifth and final pick. Fifth round. Yeah. Hmm. Where do we go here? Uh, I think I'm gonna go uber contemporary since these are all old songs that I've been picking, and I'm gonna pick "Candy May" by Ooh. Alex Cameron. Ho ho! Guess who picked my last song? Oh, I. Ooh. This might have been my very favorite song of last year. Of all songs. I am with you. Not just songs named for girls, but all songs. I love Candy May. I love Alex Cameron. And this, to me, is, is kind of his signature tune right now. Oh, yeah. Alex Cameron is, he's got this kind of old school swagger and yeah. charm about him. And yeah. a song like this, this is a classic girl's name song in that it's about a love that other people don't understand. I Absolutely. Think Absolutely. That's, that's such a perfect kind of uh, a thing theme for a song like this. Fire up that saxophone, Roy Malloy. Alex Cameron, he's a funny guy. Like it's oh. like very subtly funny in in a dark way sometimes. But uh, yeah, that song is great. And speaking of girls, he's dating one of the girls from Girls, oh. and this is a Girls playlist league Crazy. topic. That's right. I'm just glad it's over. I'm very proud of my picks, and those are my five, and I'm it's I'm over. very happy with them. But that was hard. Champion Jeremy Peterson, <laughs> quote of the pod. I'm so glad it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going next, Jesse? Oh, it's not quite yet over because I've got my fifth and final pick, and this is me saying, hey, I don't care. I don't care what you think of me. I love this song. Are you going to pick Spice Girls? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if I picked Spice Girls every time and never won? (laughs) This will be my Spice Girls. 
uh, Come on, Eileen, Daxie's Runners. Oh, Runners. yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, what it's a perfect a way song. to end anything. Closing out a party. Oh, yeah. It's Lights the, are coming on. Oh, yeah. Perfect way to, like, get everyone, like, arms around the shoulders, kicking kick their out legs. the door. Oh. Especially, like, when it slows down in the middle and you kind of, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. brace yourself, come on. And, then, and you don't even have to say the lyrics like that. You can kind of slur them. Like, This is me. I'm a I'm a good time gal. That's all I'm trying to say with this pick. I think we all deserve a song like this. It's a good song. It's a good song. Try to beat that. All right. Try to beat that, Alicia. This is your fifth and final pick. My fifth and final pick. Okay. I've narrowed it down to two because I was going to end it with Judy as a punk, which <laughs> you chose. So now I'm down to two kind of country tinged songs. One's more contemporary. One is a little bit more iconic. We are going to go with a song from 1994, and I'm so thankful for this recording because for many of us kids in the MTV generation, we kind of met this artist, I'm going to say, through this song. And it's a song about the devil's deed of daring. Uh, That's what Johnny Cash once said about Delia's Gone. Delia, oh Delia, Delia all my life. If I hadn't a shot, oh Delia, I'd have had her for my wife. Delia's gone, one more round, Delia's gone. I went up to Memphis and I met Delia there. Found her in her parlor and I tied her to her chair. Delia's gone. One more round, deal is gone. Isn't it such a bummer when you think you're going to marry someone and then you kill them? Yeah, it's like, oh. The worst. What, what Sometimes it works out the other way good, though. So. Yeah. Uh, just listening back to this one, it does remind me of those MTV days where they were trying to actually play music and be a little edgy and they gave a second life or helped reboot, at least for a younger generation, Johnny Cash's career. And Delia's gone. He was looking to record a song that had just as powerful lyrics as I Shot a Man in Reno Just to Watch Him Die from Folsom Prison Blues. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what he came up with, Delia's Gone. Plus, as a child of the 90s, this lets you know that Delia's wasn't just a catalog. That's true. Yeah. There you go. Us in the MTV generation, we know. <laughs> uh, a song originally recorded in the 1960s, actually, but he never released it until the 90s. And this was because of Rick Rubin when he was teaming up with Rick Rubin to do these American recordings albums. Uh, Rick was like, "Hey, let's you know, let's try to do something Folsom Prison me." And so they pull out all these old recordings, and that song stuck. And I, I think it's a good one to go out on. Well, Scott, you're going to close this whole thing off. Closing it all out. Um, Going to listen to my heart on this one. Uh, An album big in high school. uh, Turned 20 years old this year. Uh, I still think it's a Stone Cold classic. Uh, A Little Air, Kelly, Watch the Stars. Excellent. (laughs) Kelly, Watch the Stars. Thank you.
uh, yeah, just it's a great album to put on for you know, any situation if you're studying, hanging out, late night. It's uh, always there. I remember when Air came to Colorado and they played at uh, the Gothic Theater. They were dressed as Count Dracula, and in their broken English, they talked on stage how they loved Count Dracula, and that's what they wanted to look like that evening. Was that around Halloween, or it, it just I can't just remember? It. Just because they just really like Dracula. Okay. That's it for our playlist drafting this 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 time around. Wow. Tell me if you feel the same way. This is not the playlist I meant to draft. Y'all picked all my picks. That's what happens, and right? It, that's what happens. And you've got to adjust on the fly and. Uh, yeah, you get what you get. Is there anything you guys didn't draft you wish you did? So, you know, I chose Adelia's Gone from uh, from Johnny Cash. The one that I was mulling over that I was going to choose instead was First Aid Kit's Emmy Lou, the mm. tribute uh, song that they wrote about Johnny Cash and June Carter and Emma Lou Harris and Graham Parsons' relationship. And yeah. I almost chose that one. Also, Jesus and Mary Chain was on my list. I wanted to do uh, A Taste of Cindy. You know, so many great songs. Photo Jenny, Lazy Lion, Pinner Jane. There's so many great songs. Mm-hmm. Do you know that you guys know that song Emily Kane by Art Brute? I love that yeah. song. Didn't make this cut, but some artists write more songs like this than others. You know who writes a ton of these? Ben Folds. He's got <laughs> so many songs named after girls. Morphine's got a ton of them. I thought you were gonna. I thought somebody was gonna choose Elvis Costello's Allison. Allison's great. Veronica's which, which great. Which actually, I was gonna say I had. Ver- I was gonna choose Veronica from. You, well, uh, you from know, Elvis if you're Costello. if you're talking about uh, songs with girls' names, which I'm gathering we are. We're talking about that right now. We <laughs> I have guess been. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, Esme Patterson, previously in the band Paper Bird, she made a kind of response uh, record to all these songs about women. She tried to like embody the other perspective here because so often here it's just men singing about true, women true. as you will see looking through a playlist but that's you know that's who's making these songs so it was kind of cool to have her response songs to these classics she did a response song to jolene on that record caroline no mm-hmm. elvis costello's allison mm-hmm. uh, my favorite that she did was eleanor the response song to eleanor rigby mm. um it, it's called bluebird and it's about like maybe the woman wasn't sad just uh, living on her own and growing old by herself yeah. Well, these are all the things yeah. we didn't pick. Uh, just a quick yeah, right. note. This is uh, Colorado Public Radio's open air with our podcast, The Playlist League. Of course, we're listener supported. So if you like what you hear, find out more about being a listener supporter at CPR.org. And finally, let's go through the picks that did happen. Uh, Jeremy Peterson, you picked first. You went with Jolene, Dolly Parton, Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. You you did what had to be mm-hmm. done with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheila, take a bow. The Smiths, and then you had Anna Ng. They might be giants in your fifth pick. Candy May from Alex Cameron. She's a sweet, sweet Candy May. Girl, my song, girl, I want to stay. That's like if Elvis did it, right? I mean, oh yeah. Well, it's if Alex Cameron did it too, in a way. I mean, Jeremy's picks are good, but are they Alicia authentic? That's the question. Exactly. You guys uh, just you guys just sit down and spend some time with these. It'll I, it'll come out in the wash. I went second. I started with Gloria from Patti Smith. Yes. Judy is a punk. The Ramones. Deborah T Rex. Kim and Jesse from M eighty three. And come on, Eileen. Dexy's Midnight Runners. You totally oh, saw I see that what you coming. Did. You you had a girl's name in every single one of your songs. I see what you were doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that would Very be fun clever. Very for clever. this theme. That was good. Authentic Alicia Playlist. Started with Sweet Jane, Velvet Underground, Sheila, Nick Gig. That's PJ Harvey, Jenny, and the S-Dog, Stephen Malcolm's giving us a little local flavor in that mm-hmm, song. Mm-hmm. Carol Brown from Flight of the Concords. We never saw that one coming. Fantastic. And then Delia's gone, Johnny Cash, and Scott. 
Scott picked fourth. Still managed to get some great songs. Uh, Nina Simone, Suzanne, starting that out. Mm. Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots from The Flaming Lips. Caroline No, Beach Boys, The Ballad of Dorothy Parker from Prince, and Kelly Watch the Stars from Air, our Stand final by pick. Stand everyone. <laughs> These are all great lists. Yeah. They're all great lists. Yeah, we're all winners. I mean, we're not the people's <laughs> champ. That's Jeremy. But we're For all now. Winners. For now. Uh, we really mean that. For now. For this Playlist League episode, you can vote for your favorite playlist on the website, CPR.org. When you do, you can actually enter yourself in to win some concert tickets so you can see some music in uh, exchange for voting on some music. We want to know what you have to say. Again, this is listener-supported. CPR's Open Air with the Playlist League. I'm Jesse Witten. I've been joined by Scott Carney, Jeremy Peterson, Alicia Sweeney. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank can we, you. Can we sing it out? We're singing it out. <laughs> but Candy May. <laughs> she knows me better. Yeah, she knows, knows my, my ways. She's seen me naked. naked. She, she knows, knows I'm packing heat. <laughs> she has a way of saying, baby, come to me complete. Yeah, we're going to build a playlist. Go through and see what song fits. And you're going to choose who wins it. It's the Playlist League. From CPR's Open Air. <laughs>